Hello and welcome to All Things Travel. Now that spring break is done, it's time to start focusing on summer travel. Today we're discussing some interesting travel trends for summer 2022 that might get you thinking about your summer vacation plans. You're listening to All Things Travel, episode 108, original air date, May 11th, 2022. So Shane, does your family or your household have any summer 2022 travel plans? Most of them changed a couple of weeks ago when my mother-in-law announced that she was coming to visit for the summer. All right. So we are rearranging what we were going to do and probably <laughs> you thought you gonna, had it all figured out. Yes, probably going to spend more time with our kid in Florida and our kid in Florida spending time here. I think, other than a trip that you and I have coming up soon this Ooh, summer. We'll more to that. come about that, friends. Later. I suppose that you have a couple of things planned oh, for Oh, man, this summer. you know us. Yeah, so we are actually still, we have one trip left that we are making up for 2020 and 2021 travel that got canceled due to COVID. So... We're going to be in Italy. We're taking the kids for the first time to Europe. You've heard me talk about that. Mm -hmm. Really excited to do that. We're also taking, it's interesting, we're going to Colorado, the four of us, but my wife and daughter are doing something for our church. And my son and I are spending time while they're doing that, going to different places around Colorado. So we're going together, but we're not spending time much to, together while we're in Colorado. And I think that is, other than the trip that that we're going to talk about in a few episodes here, that's it for us. Denver sounds very refreshing because here in Texas, it gets so hot in the summer that nothing sounds better than a day at 5,280 yeah. feet where the air is a lot nicer and, and cooler. Well, if you remember when my son Caleb was on the episode, talking about the types of trips that he was looking forward to and going to national parks and hiking and stuff like that. He's going to get his fill that week. We're, um, we're, we're spending some time with family. We're going to hit up some national parks, some hiking areas, maybe do some fun things like zip lining. We're spending the night with Tom and Laura. Oh, oh, oh that should so, be fun. So too tall Tom, we're going to, oh, yeah. we're going to spend some time with him. So he can regale us again about Hawaii. Oh, I forgot about Hawaii. At the beginning of the summer, we're taking my in-laws to Hawaii. So there you go. Oh, now I just hit the scales. About Hawaii. I did. I, it it I happens to all of us. I mean, oh, my know. goodness. Oh, geez. Uh, it's a rough life that I lead, Shane. No doubt. I, I feel for you. Today, we're going to talk about some really interesting travel trends for this summer that may get you thinking about some trips that you want to get on the books, either for this summer or next summer. But first, Shane, I want to know where in the world is all things travel? House Springs, Missouri. House Springs, Missouri. All right. Whereabouts is that? It is southwest of St. Louis. Yeah. Not quite far enough to be in the Ozarks, but yeah, right there. We've had quite a few downloads from there in, in the past few weeks, and they deserve a shout out. And if they'll have us, we could go there and hang out at Shenanigans Pub and Grill because we do love all things Irish. No, no, nothing wrong with a place called Shenanigans. I love it. 
Well, hey, Missouri, thank you so much for listening. I feel like I'm a kindred spirit because last night I finished watching Ozark. Maybe that you'll roll your eyes and that's the only thing that people talk about with Missouri right now. But anyway, reach out to either Shane or I. You could do that via email. You can do that on the Facebook group because I've got a little thank you gift for you being featured on the show today. And to make sure that you hear where in the world is all things travel next week, be sure to subscribe to the show so that you never miss any of our travel tips, travel ideas, or travel stories. Shane, I ran across some interesting travel trends for summer of 2022. And some of this was collected from Allianz, which is a travel protection company. So they do the trip insurance. And they found that travel to Europe from the U.S. might soar up as much as 600% from last year. Now, I went to Europe last year and there were certainly people traveling, but obviously that was much more limited than to what this year is going to be. So travel might go up as much as 600%. While the surge won't break pre-pandemic levels, it does show that we're moving on recovery when it comes to European travel from the U.S., That's not great news for people like me that are trying to book airfare to London this summer and the rates are outrageous, but it is great news for all of those people in the tourism industry over there that are relying on that business. So I'm glad to hear that. I agree. Absolutely. Around three quarters of Americans heading to Europe are expected to spend seven days traveling with an additional 11% expected to stay for eight days. And Adam, what do you think about that length of stay for a European vacation? Yeah, I, I think, you know, we're staying 10 days when we're in Italy and that feels about right. And it's hard for me to, to decide because my recent trips to Europe in January have all been two weeks. And my past trip to in last August to Greece has was two weeks. So that's, to be honest with Europe, that's my time frame or my frame of mind, if you will. So you know, I would definitely want to spend a week there outside of travel. I think if you're going to take the time, it's like Hawaii. If you're going to take the time to get there and come back, you want a good chunk of time. And if you're headed over there, you're so close to a lot of different things. Yeah, especially in Europe. If you're in one country, you're really close to the next country and you could easily spend so much more time there. It's just a matter of planning and getting, having a plan for those seven days or eight days or 14 days to, to get in what you need to get in without having to rush and feeling like you've missed something if you haven't rushed enough. So looking at 40,000 flight itineraries for trips five to eight days long between Memorial Day and Labor Day. Allianz found that London comprises 22% of all bookings with other European cities like Paris, Dublin, Reykjavik, Rome, Edinburgh, Lisbon, Athens, Barcelona, and Amsterdam comprising the top 10 European destinations for the summer. And Shane, I don't see anywhere on this list that I would not want to go this summer. And the number one spot, London, It is not exaggerating. It's my favorite city in the world. It looks like everyone is getting back to the favorite European cities this year. That's there's nothing in that list that surprises me. Yeah, absolutely. I would take a ticket anywhere on this list and stay eight days at each one and stay just about you figured it out. You figured it out. I'm trying to put together the ultimate all things travel field trip. You know, I don't think my wife would say no to me going on that trip, 
but it wouldn't surprise her that I would try to leverage a trip like that. <laughs> well, you could save a lot of airfare flying back and forth if you just did them all at once. There you go. I like it. I like it. So Shane, what about travel here in the United States? Domestic travel is also expected to be strong this year. A new survey conducted by a vacation rental platform called Vacasa. I guess a little bit of va as in go and casa as in house. Vacasa. I like that. Or vac as a vacation. That's a, that is just a clever name. I'm getting wrapped up in that name, but that's a great name. <laughs> anyway, they found that 63% of Americans are planning to travel this summer with destinations near the water or by national parks being the most popular at 57% for destinations by water and 36% for destinations near national parks. And it also found out that three out of four travelers are going to stick to domestic travel this year. So we're traveling, but we're, we might be staying closer to home. That's always the big question, right? Do you want to go to the mountains and go to the beach? In fact, someone asked me that not too long ago. One of my cousins messaged me and he said, Shane, should we go to the Grand Canyon or Destin, Florida? 20% of travelers surveyed expect to travel for longer than a week this summer, while the majority, 52%, are planning a long weekend vacation. So Shane, we've still got this issue here that we've talked about on this show before. We're not using our vacation days or we're not taking long enough trips. That is the first thing I thought. But then I started thinking after the crazy year of 2020, with a lot of businesses that closed, jobs that were furloughed and restarted, people stayed home, started businesses, got new jobs. There might be a lot of people out there that don't have as much that, personal time off as they that's did That's a really before. good point. And Vacasa found that the 4th of July, Independence Day, is when most travelers are expected to travel, with about 46% of travelers indicating they'd be traveling during that weekend. That It's a good weekend to travel because there's usually some diverting places to see a fireworks show. And I think maybe sure. that's an idea for an upcoming episode because I'm, I'm, I was about to venture off into several different awesome fireworks shows that we've seen, but let's package that for, a, for its own episode. Okay. All right. So this year for the 4th of July, I'm actually going to be in Italy. So that'll be an interesting place to be during Independence you Day. You think they'll have a fireworks show just for you? I don't think they will. Okay. No, but that's okay. I'm going to be happy where I am. So a new survey conducted by Hilton asked a thousand American adults about their summer travel plans. And a recent trend that they found in these results was a focus on wellness activities mm -hmm. and wellness-centric travel with a whopping percentage of 98% of respondents saying that they prioritized this sense of wellness. And in, their, in, in, in Hilton's write-up about this, they said that wellness can be immersive cultural experiences, unplugging from devices, reconnecting with friends and family, focusing on eating well and healthy practices. So, hmm. so really, what, whatever you want to do to take care of yourself falls in this wellness category. Do you think 2020 had anything to do with yeah, people exactly. wanting to just yeah. relax and get away from it all? Oh, 100%. And I think that's great. You know, however people define what they need for wellness, for, for self-care, you know, I'm all for people putting that as part of their vacation experience, 100%. And it seems like a lot of the destinations that offer the ecological type of travel that's more in nature, more environmentally yeah. friendly. Yeah. It seems like a good percentage of those are wellness-based destinations. 
Yeah, absolutely. You know, you got yoga on the beach. You've got meals and food that are that are, that are focused on su- sustainability and more natural ingredients. I, I, I totally get it. It, it. it makes sense. So now, Shane, one last bit of information is where people are traveling this summer. We've talked a little bit about this with destinations, but overall, Allianz went a little bit farther and they looked at domestic destinations that were top in summer of 2022 and international destinations that were top in summer 2022. If we're looking at domestic destinations, this one for us and our podcast listeners that know our interests won't be surprised about this, the top domestic destination this summer, Orlando, Florida. Hey, of course, Walt Disney World, Universal Studios, and then even without those two resorts, there's still so much to do in Orlando. Absolutely, yep. Second, Seattle, Washington comes in. This surprised me. Kind of surprising. Summertime is a good time to visit Seattle. You've got better weather. You've got longer time. You know, if you're coming from the East Coast or the Midwest, you've got a longer time to get out there and and spend time out there. I think that's about the only time to experience their four or five sunny days also. There there, there you go. (laughs) Number three is Honolulu. That makes perfect sense. You know, people are ready. If if you haven't traveled to Hawaii because of guidelines or restrictions, now you can. And at number four, then, is Maui. That would be another study I would like to see is the top bucket list destinations because Hawaii is going to be on sure. most bucket lists. So that makes sense. So the next couple destinations coming in at five, six, and seven, respectively, are major cities in the United States, with number five being Boston, number six being New York City, and number seven being Los Angeles. So, you know, again, we're heading to Boston and New York because the weather's better. Yeah, you know, I, I it makes sense to me. I've lived in Boston. I've vacationed in New York City several times. I totally get why you'd want to go to those places. I haven't spent any time in LA other than the airport. So, but I can certainly see why it would be a vacation destination. Number eight then is Las Vegas, Nevada. I I can see Las Vegas in the top eight. It would not have surprised me to see it higher, but with the changes of the past few years, not really surprised by, by any of these. Number nine is Portland, Oregon. And number 10 is Denver, Colorado, rounding out the list. So places that focus on nature, places that maybe are not as hot in the summertime necessarily. Yeah. Alliance also worked out the top 10 international destinations. And this one is going to shock you. Number one, Cancun, Mexico. I'm not too shocked. No, that was that was complete sarcasm. That, that makes perfect <laughs> sense. Yeah, that's. That seems to be the place to go for the all-inclusive or the beach vacations. It it is. For a lot of folks from the United States, and again, we're not saying, I mean, these are international destinations in general, so we, we don't know if this is all U.S. data. But Cancun is a really good gateway to a lot of fun vacation spots. Number two, San Jose del Cabo, Mexico. There you go. The same idea. Number three is Aruba. Number four, Montego Bay, Jamaica. We're, we're, sti- we're sticking with, yeah. with the uh, tropical weather, with the, the beach culture. I bet this is American-based international gotcha. travel. Uh, number five, Punta Cana, the Dominican Republic. Yeah. 
back to Mexico for number six with Puerto Vallarta. Back to the Caribbean with Nassau, Bahamas for number seven. So it's interesting because we talked about all those European destinations earlier. But when we look at where internationally, where people were going, you know, those aren't even showing up in the top 10. Number eight, Turks and Caicos. Number nine, the U.S. Virgin Islands. And number 10, probably the lesser known out of all these. And I'm a little surprised to see it make the list. But then again, the country has been a very popular place lately. So maybe not, but Liberia, Costa Rica is number 10. Yeah. I mean, people are wanting to get away there, but they're wanting that they're wanting that tropical culture, that beach culture, maybe an all-inclusive, you know, family resort style, adults only resort style. I, I get it. These are not bad places to vacation by any means. What do you think? Are there any of those top 10 from either list where you just don't really want to go, Ryan? There's no place that I don't want to go. There are certainly places that I have been multiple times. But no, all of these would make great vacations for me and my family. It sounds like everyone is getting back to the place, to the popular destinations. Other than maybe Liberia, Costa Rica, I think all of those have been really popular destinations for several years. Yeah, yeah. So to wrap us up here, Shane, do any of these trends or highlights stick out to you when you think about summer travel coming up? I think the trend towards wellness-centric travel. I know I've been busy lately, and I wouldn't mind some time unplugging, spending some time in nature without some electronics and able to rest. Dare I say, enjoy being bored for a few hours anyway. (laughs) How about you? Yes, absolutely. I think for me, honestly, the thing that sticks out for me, and to be quite honest, you know how much we travel, you know, we take advantage of our summers. So I realize that I look at this with a very biased viewpoint, Mm -hmm. but I'm surprised that people are taking shorter vacations rather than longer vacations. But I also understand, just like we talked about, there's work involved and there's other things involved. You know, when I work from home and I can work anywhere and my kids are off of school and my wife designed her vacation time around what she wants, I realize we're at a very blessed place to be when it comes to these things. If any of these summer 2022 destinations got you thinking about getting a trip on the books, and it really doesn't even have to be the summer. It can be after that. We would love to help you plan an amazing vacation. As you know, Shane and I are both travel advisors with Creating Magic Vacations, and we love planning summer travel for adults, for families, for multi-generational groups. You can reach out to us at ryan at creatingmagicvacations.com. That's me. Or you can reach out to Shane S-H-A-Y-N-E at creatingmagicvacations.com. Most families are confused and overwhelmed when planning a vacation. We work with you to plan a trip perfect for your interests, saving you time, money, and stress. Yeah. (laughs) 